Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, it's wonderful that God loved us enough to accept us just like we were. And it's even more wonderful that the same God who loved us enough to accept us and save us like we were, loves us way too much to leave us like we were. God wants all of us who he saved to experience transformation and manifestation in our lives. He never intended for us to stay the same people. Transformation and manifestations that will help us to be able to become the powerful, godly people that he's always intended for us to be. Transformations and manifestations that will cause us to live the blessed life he always intended for you and me. We should want that too. That is to be the kind of people who live the kind of life that God has always intended for you and me. That can only happen when the transformations and manifestations happen that he wants to happen to you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We've been learning more recently on the fact that God uses his word to be able to transform me and you. That's what the potter uses. He used the water of his word to transform me and you. That's why he has the word preached to me and you. Because when he preaches the word to me and you, he's molding us right at that time that he's sharing that word with me and you. That's if we go along with him and let him do in our lives what he want to do. We can either accept it or reject it when it comes to me and you. But if you want to be transformed, learn to reject, excuse me, learn to accept what's God saying to you. Even if you previously rejected, this time accept it so that God can cause a transformation to come to you. The last time we got together, praise God, we found out that the transformed life that we live is a life that's lived by faith. God's going to come and expose to me and you, reveal to me and you something he wants to do in and through me and you and for me and you. But our job is to be able to let it do what it does for me and you so that we could be a people who are no longer the people that we used to be and now living the way God wants us to be. He uses his word for able to do it. We have to hear God's word, we found out last time. We have to hear it intelligently with the implication of attention and obedience. We have to hear it intelligently with the implication of, of intention and obedience. Well, we're going to pay attention to what he's saying to me and you. And then listen out for what it is he's saying to me and you. And then begin to order our lives accordingly. Not just being a hearer, but a doer of the word. Because you no do, no transformation for you. Whereas God, you got to do what he said do. You, you know him no do, no transformation for you. Look at your neighbors. I'm getting my transformation. Praise God. Amen. I hear. Say, I hear. And I do. Transformation coming to me too. Praise God. Hey, man, that's what we found out last time. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Now, it's important for us to understand that transformation occurs inside out. It occurs inside out. One of the differences between the way the world does things and God does things, God does it inside out. Satan does it outside, and it never gets in. and makes the true change within that it needs to make. The world puts on facades. The world know how to dress it up, make it look like it's transformed. Even up in the church. We know how to form our face to be able to look like we really being affected by God's grace. We know we know the looks and everything else too. We know the look, but not the book. Praise God. It's time for us to be able to learn this, get this thing on the inside of me and you. So we can look like the book and live it like God wants us to do. Turn to Romans chapter 12, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your magnificent word. It's time to get past the look, and it's time to be able to get be able to look like the book, Romans chapter 12. God wants to transform me and you and tells us exactly what to do so that he can be able to do in our lives what he wants to do. Romans chapter 12, begin reading in verse 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, listen to the Father talking to you. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not transformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God says, I want you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's something he wants to do inside of you. Your mind is on the inside of you. He wants to renew your mind on the inside of you so he can then transform you into the person that he wants you to be. He starts from the inside, and then it'll, see it, it'll show itself on the outside. He said once again in verse 2, and be not conformed to this world. Don't be pressed into a mold. Because this world has molded us, shaped us, and put us in a direction in the, in the way that it wants us to be. But God says, I want to remold you, reshape you. But it's going to be based upon what I say today. That's why verse 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God does that when he gives us his word. When God gives us his word, His word, he gives us the measure of faith. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He gives us the measure of faith. It is both a measure of faith in relationship to a certain amount of faith. Praise God because we get so much faith every time we hear the word of God. And it's also what we use to measure our faith. Remember, your faith is hearing what God has to say, believing it to the point that you act upon it. So uh, the word that God shares with us gives us an opportunity to find out, are we acting upon God's word? Because a lot of us think like, we think we acting upon God's word. That's until the word is heard. Because once the word is heard, we find out whether or not we really doing this or not. I'm, I know I'm not the only one. That when I hear the word of God, I get a chance to find out whether I'm really doing it or not. That I'll hear it, I'll be like, yep, okay, 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 ooh, ooh, I got some work to do. And then I get to work to start making the adjustments necessary so that that part of my life can match the word too. See, it's not enough that we just match the word in terms of we're not going to hell. But we want to match the word according to everything that the word of God has to tell. That's why God shares with us his word so he can remold us and shape us so that we can think according to that. Because see, previously we were thinking according to what the world taught me and you. We were thinking what the world taught me and you. And then some of us got in church and we got churched. Praise God and got taught by the worldly people in the church. Taught us what to think and what to do. 
But God says, what I need to do is I want to renew you myself. I want your mind renewed to what I say to you so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That word prove, you already know, means to approve. Because you'll never prove what God says until you approve what God says. You'll never prove what God says until you approve what God says. Many of us, we don't approve the life that God has in store for me and you. We don't approve being the people that God wants us to be and do what he wants us to do. Because there's something else in the way of us saying amen to what God has to say. And that's our thinking placed in there by the devil. Our thinking placed in there by the devil. So technically, it ain't even your thinking. It's the devil's thinking. Because there's only two thoughts in this world. God's thoughts, the devil's thoughts. God's thoughts is always going to get you to the destination God has in store for you. The devil's thoughts are designed to take you away from what God has in store for you. I've said it's designed to take you away from what God has in store for you. It's to make sure you never make it to the destination that God has in store for you. And that's what he'll place in your head so that you can operate according to what he said rather than what God said. And since most of us, if not all of us, really all of us, since all of us got 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 born again, laid on down the line, our mind got filled with a whole lot of the stuff that's wrong along the line. We we got all kind of crazy thoughts up in our head, which get in the way of what God said. We, I said, which get in the way of what God said. Get in the way of us approving God's good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We gets in the way of us, get in the way of us approving God's good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Because many of us want what God want, but we don't want what God want. I said we want what God want, but we don't want what God want. We we like the idea of what God wants for us. But when it comes time to make a decision to do what God said do, there's something in the way. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Does anybody, has there been anything in the way of you fulfilling God's will? You might even... Well, I went head first toward it at first, begin to line a few things up, things that you still approved that you would line up with. You would agree with, yep, I'm, I'm going to change that, yep, I'm going to change that. But then later on down the line, you find out you got to change this, that, that, and that too. And then you'd be like, you get stuck right there. And the reason why is because there's something else that's stuck up in here to be able to block you from being able to receive the thought that God gives you so they can make the change that's in you. I just told you why most Christians never make the changes that they need to make. Because they got stuff in their head based upon something other than what God said. That they have accepted and approved and accepted to be true. And so because of that, it gets in the way of what God comes and says to you. And because of that, we never fulfill what God has in store for us. But this is a time and a year for transformation. Where God's going to uproot a lot of those things that they've even taken root on the inside of you and get rid of them. Help you get rid of them. I said help you get rid of them so that then you can then be able to be transformed like he wants you to do. Because see, what, see, we'll never be God's man and woman of God like he wants us to be as long as we think and thoughts didn't come from he. Turn to Proverbs chapter 23. I said we'll never be the man or woman of God that want, the man or woman of God that God wants us to be. As long as we still think in thoughts that didn't come from he. Amen. Because they be up in there too. Some of us, we done talked about them, bragged about them to all our friends too. Some of people know us by those thoughts, praise God, because we were so good at being able to present them as the right thing to do. 
And then when we got up in the middle of the church, got up in the middle of the things of God, we even put some God on it too. And make it, make it seem like it's God too. But if it's anything that blocks you, stops you from getting, doing what God has called you to do, that's not God. Because God's not schizophrenic. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. It says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Then it tells the, the young man what to do. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. It's talking about somebody that invites you to do something, but they really don't want you to do something. They don't really like you like they say they do. Praise God. They're showing on the outside that they do, but really on the inside they don't. I ain't never been with nobody like that, have you? On the outside, they look like they like you, but on the inside, they can't stand you. And they might even say nice things to you around you, praise God, but there really ain't no truth to it because they don't really, they ain't like that. You know, like some of us do God. Because as we think, that's how we really are. And if we could boil everything down to the inside of us to yeses and nos, yes, as in we'll do what you say do, and no, to no we won't. We find out many of us, there's way too many no's on the inside of me and you when it comes to God. I said way too many no's. Ask me how many is way too many. One. If you got one up in there, it's too many. Because there should be no's. No no's. If you're going to live with the Lord and operate like the Lord wants you to do it and let him mold you like he want to do. Because for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, a man is as he thinks in his heart. That's why Satan went through so much to place so many thoughts in the middle of your hearts. So he can make sure that you always be somebody other than God had planned you for you to be. So that you could be somebody other than who God planned you to be. Or, or be a knockoff version of what God made you to be. So instead of being a real leather, you be pleather. Amen. Instead of being the real, the real deal, you, you, you ain't. Got a good look, especially to the ones that can't tell what they're looking at. But the ones that can tell they're looking at, they can tell that ain't it. Does that make sense? That run, that's where a lot of people run into trouble when it comes time to submitting under a real man of God. Because they're so used to bluffing folk, fluffing folk, that they run into somebody they can't bluff and can't fluff. Does that make sense to anybody over here? And they didn't have trouble with that. Because it forces them to realize that they ain't all of that, that they say that they are. Amen. Because you can't con God. You can't bluff and fluff God. And a real man or woman of God, you can't con nor can you bluff and fluff. They see straight through you. They see stuff about you you don't even see about you yet. Because they're looking through the eyes of God. And they can see everything that ain't lined up like it's supposed to. They love you, so they ain't going to say nothing about it until you ask them about it. Where is God? I said, they won't say nothing about it until you ask them about it. And then even then, they're going to look in your eye and see whether you can really handle the truth. Because they can look at some people and say, you can't handle the truth. Praise God. If I say what I'm about to say, I'll crush you. So you have to ease it in on them. See, a man is as he thinks in his heart. I said, a man is as he thinks in his heart. 
Whatever thought you got in your heart, that's who you're going to be. Whatever thought you got in your heart, that's what you're going to do. Whatever God you got in your heart as to what it is that's approved by you is what you're going to do. And you ain't going to do nothing else. At least not with no consistency. You might do it for a minute or two, but you ain't going to do it with no consistency because it's not in your heart yet. That's why God says, I need you to present yourself to me as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto me, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world anymore. I put the word anymore in there, but anymore. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may approve, which is prove, but it says approve, which is approve, the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that you don't think more highly of yourself as you ought to. Think you're something that you're not, but you're really not. Think you, you're being who you're supposed to be when, it's, when you're not. Because God said, I know who you want you to be. I know who I planned you to be. And if you let me mold you and shape you, I'll, I'll help you be what you need to be. Just like when that, that potter gets to molding and, 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 and working with that clay. Praise God, because he's the potter and we are the clay. He can fulfill things inside of there that's not supposed to be that way. And he'll commence to start getting them out, start pulling them out. Little pebbles, little knots, little rocks, little little pieces of glass and everything that ain't supposed to be up in there too. He'll get every one of them out so it can be this fine piece that he's making it like it's supposed to. And that's what God wants to do with me and you. Now the difference between the clay and me and you is we got a mind of our own. And we can decide whether or not we're going to let him do it with us. Let him transform us. Let him change us. Turn to Isaiah chapter 55. Because we be thinking, oh, no, I'm fine. I got it going on. I'm better than I ever was before. Yep, that's probably true, too. At least that last part better than you ever was before. As for fine, no, no, you leave that up to God to say that one. And this is what God says to most of us. Isaiah chapter 55, this don't change how much he love us, though. It's, just, it's still a statement of fact. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. See, God's thoughts are right. That's one of the reasons why he he says our thoughts ain't his thoughts, because his thoughts are right. God's thoughts are right. Wait a minute. If he if he created a binary world and his thoughts are right and he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. What must our thoughts be? Amen. Say it out loud, please. Whose thoughts are wrong? Amen. Unless they lined up with God's. I said, unless they lined up with God's. See, God's thoughts are right. Our thoughts are wrong. That is until our thoughts become God's thoughts. Then our thoughts will be right. Until our thoughts become his thoughts, our thoughts are still wrong. Which means there's some more molding, more shaping, more stuff he needs to me, do with me and you. One of the first things he got to do is get us to understand that our thoughts not the one that's right. Because the Bible says every man thinks he's right in his own mind. So we'd be satisfied. Oh, yeah. But God said, oh, no. Because I'm feeling something while I'm molding you that ought not be in you. I'm feeling thoughts in you that are not ones I placed in you. I'm feeling things in you that, 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 that should never be there. All kind of ways you feeling. You feeling all kind of ways. Uh, ways you ain't even supposed to be feeling. 
He says, so I'm going to give you my word so it could be revealing to you something that's in you that's not supposed to be in you. You know, them bad attitudes, they come from bad thoughts. Those wicked ways, they come from bad thoughts. So that means the only thing we need to do is get them thoughts dealt with. And when we get them thoughts dealt with, we're going to be all right. See, God's thoughts are right. Our thoughts are the ones that's wrong. That is, until our thoughts become God's thoughts, then our thoughts are right too. And since as a man thinketh, so is he. There are any thoughts that aren't in line with God's thoughts that are still in you and me causes us to be wrong too. I say causes us to be wrong too. See, a lot of us, we, ain't, we don't mind, we, don't, we have a hard enough time saying our thoughts were wrong. It's even harder to say we was wrong. A lot of us don't like to say we wrong. Look at your neighbor and say, I know I don't like saying I'm wrong. See, you didn't even want to say that. And since as a man thinketh, so is he. Then any thoughts that we have in there that are not lined up with God's thoughts causes us to be just as wrong. That is until our thoughts become God's thoughts. Then our thoughts will be right and we will be right too. Then we can be transformed into being the kind of person that God wants us to be so that he can then have us do what he wants us to do. And we can then live the kind of life that he planned for us to and desired us to be able to live because he planned for us and desired us to be able to live a certain kind of life. But then now our mind will be right and we can go ahead and live it. That's why he uses the word to help us to be able to get it. Turn to Hebrews chapter four, please. That's one of the reasons why he uses the word to be able to do it. So it can help us to be able to know whether we think it more highly of ourselves than we ought to. Whether we think it more highly of anything than we ought to. Not just ourselves, but anything. Hebrews chapter 4. Begin reading at verse 12. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Look what it'll do. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That word discerner right there literally means decisive, critical, decisive. That is critical. That is discriminative. Means decisive, elliptical statement, critical. That is discriminative. See, God's word operates as a critic that helps us to be decisive about the thoughts that we think. It operates as a critic to help us be decisive about the thoughts that we think. Whether they are of God or not, we can be decisive about it. That we know these are God's thoughts. We know that we know this is what God said about it. So therefore, we know we write about what we think. And in that area, we can claim we are right. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to bring into the lives of me and you. I also hope that you're becoming more willing to cooperate with God so that He can cause the transformations and manifestations to happen in the lives of me and you. So, come on, saints. Let's let God do what He wants to do in the lives of me and you. Let's let God cause transformation and manifestation to happen for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half the pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did. That is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing world we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.